Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm speaking with Charlotte Kinsley this morning. She's the manager for Homeless and Highly Mobile Services at Minneapolis Public Schools. Good morning, Charlotte. Good morning. And even though I practiced your title, I still got it wrong. It's a mouthful. Homeless and Highly (laughs) Mobile Student Services. So tell us about your work with the district. Yeah, yeah. So um, Minneapolis Public Schools um, identifies students who are experiencing homelessness and makes sure that their rights are protected, that they're connected to resources. And so I have a wonderful team of people who do that work on a daily where we're connecting with families who are in shelter. We have social workers social workers in our school buildings who also are connecting with families who might not be in a formal shelter setting but are still experiencing housing instability, maybe staying temporarily with friends or family, um, and just making sure that those students and those families, um, that their rights to education are protected and that they have access to resources. So talk about some of those resources that are available to families that don't have stable housing. Yeah, so um, affordable housing is very hard to find in our community. And so um, unfortunately, that leads to a lot of families um, having to go into emergency shelter or having to double up with friends or family. And so in terms of being able to connect families with long-term affordable housing, we do have some programming and initiatives that we can connect people to. And one is Stable Homes, Stable Schools, which is um, rent assistance, ongoing rent assistance for families who are in our elementary schools with the highest rates of homelessness. So that's one form of support. Um, We also just work really hard to stay on top of all of the community resources. So what shelters are available, um, how to connect people to shelter options when they need emergency shelter. Um, And then especially right now, there is a lot of funding available for people who have fallen behind in rent or mortgage, um, particularly due to COVID. And so those are just some of the kind of important resources that we're paying attention to right now and making sure that we're connecting families to. And are all all of those resources ongoing or do some of them have uh, end dates per se? Yeah, so the particularly the Hennepin County COVID emergency housing assistance has an end date. So those funds need to be used as of right now by December 31st. Um, and families can apply multiple times and there right now is not a cap to the amount that you can get help with. And so we know many families have fallen behind because of COVID. And so really want to make sure that people know that that resource is there and that they know that they can apply for it. Can you tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, how many students uh, you work with? Yeah, so last year we identified over 2,300 students, um, MPS students who had experienced homelessness at some point during the year. And um, yeah, it's dramatic. And I think an even even more dramatic point is we have some of our school buildings where 50 to 60 percent of their student body has experienced homelessness at some point during their time at MPS. Um, So it just shows how prevalent um, that is when when you don't have enough affordable housing options. Uh, talk to me about how how you go about finding some of these students. Uh, I mean, it seems like that could be a, a complex operation. Yeah, yeah. So if a family is staying in an emergency shelter, so People Serving People or Mary's Place or one of our domestic violence shelters, we have staff that office at the shelters and are in regular contact um, with those sites. And so that happens very automatically. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Over half of our families, though, that are identified as experiencing homelessness are not in a formal shelter setting. They're often doubling up or couch hopping with friends or family. And so those families are harder for us to reach. So our staff, teachers, social workers know what to look for and ask about. Um, But frankly, during COVID, that's been even harder for us. Often, Often the way we find out is a, a bus request to a new address is made, and it might be outside the busing zone of the school. And so then we say, okay, um, you know, that's outside the zone. What's going on? And often we find that they had to stay somewhere farther away because they were needing to find some sort of stable housing. And so they have a right to extended transportation. Um, but without that transportation request, we do know that there are families likely that are experiencing that that we don't know about. So we did just recently send out a survey to all of our MPS families asking if they're in that kind of a situation. And so we're following up with each of those families individually. Charlotte, uh, you've been working in this uh, type of work in the community for quite some time, not necessarily for MPS, but I'm just curious if you'd be willing to talk about your experience working with homelessness in the, in the Twin Cities. Yeah, absolutely. So I spent um, 13 years at an emergency shelter for families called Mary's Place, and then six years with Simpson Housing, which has transitional housing and permanent supportive housing for families before coming to MPS. And I guess one, one of my... Um, The things that I've learned throughout this is just how important it is for a community to believe that housing is a right for all of its community members and residents. I've seen how hard instability is on parents and on students, um, and the impact is, is, um, is dramatic. And so Unfortunately, we have families who experience homelessness many times because housing is just not affordable. And so I'm, I have a deep passion for, as a community, investing in affordable housing and making sure that we really believe that all of our community members have a right to safe and affordable housing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte, talk a little bit more about uh, the kinds of ways MPS can help students and how people contact or who to contact if they need help. Yeah, so the main point of contact for families who are experiencing homelessness is the school social worker at your school building. And so um, the best way to get in touch with that person, if you don't know who that is, is just to call the main number at your school and ask for the school social worker. Um, Our department also can help connect you, and um, our phone number is 612-668-5480. So if you have any questions or need help getting connected at your school site, um, more than welcome to call and we can help direct you. Charlotte, what else would you like to say about the work MPS does with homeless and highly mobile students? I guess I would just say that I'm really grateful to all of the staff who keep this um, this population of students prioritized. It's such an important um, group of students and families to wrap our arms around and really support and just how um, impressed I am with the resilience of our families and students that that deal with this and come to school every day and work their hardest and do their best. And I, I just really hope that we move to a place where people don't need to, that they can really just focus on their education and not have to worry about where they're going to be that night. Uh, Charlotte Kinsley is the manager for homeless and highly mobile student services at Minneapolis Public Schools. Charlotte, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you.